Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Disney in Under 10, the podcast where we discuss Disney topics in 10 minutes or less. I'm Sam, across the way is my wife and co-host Lynn. Hi everybody. And today we are discussing a little bit of a free form, not, nothing structured in terms of best worst. We're just discussing transportation in general. What, the, what are the pros, what are the cons of each and specifically Method. how you choose, you know, picking the right resort when you're staying at Disney Walt Disney World is critical. And there's, uh, I mean, there's tons of opinions about bests and worst resorts and pros and cons, but transportation specifically from the resort, getting around the entirety that is Walt Disney World is, is critical in your, in your choice, how it's going to play a role. It does. And when, you know, it's changed a lot in the past five years, 10 years, I don't know how long we're talking because buses were the number one and only one for a while. Then you have the monorail. Now you've added the Skyliner. Someone, one of our best trips of all time was at Kidani Village. So when we bring that resort up, I'm like, yes, of course, that was amazing. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, buses every morning and that plays into it. Absolutely. And I got to give a shout out to Animal Kingdom Lodge. We often talk about how amazing this resort is in terms of um, having little kids and they're up in the morning and the pools aren't open and maybe you aren't ready to go to the parks yet. Keeping them entertained by going out to look at animals on a savanna is just crazy amazing. The food was really good, Um, you know, but again, only buses. So I guess we should talk about buses first. Just get get, get them out of the way. So the Disney bus service. Um, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Um, going with the old kindergarten rule with the buses, we have stayed, uh, obviously there's almost no resort where you won't end up taking a bus at some point to get to the uh, park or springs or whatever of your or restaurant of your choice. Um, however, there are definitely some pros and cons. Um, you really smash yourselves on those buses sometimes. Two two kids, a double stroller, and a six foot five husband. We've definitely adventured down to the bus loop at seven a.m. to see sixty people waiting and wondering how many buses is it going to take to get everybody there, and how long are you going to wait? Yeah, and you know, like you said, you just got to kind of sink into it. If buses are your mode of transportation, and I'm the guiltiest of all of all these. So I'm, you know, a couple of people in glass houses, but you just got to keep a good attitude and just not be pissed off when there's a long line. I'll give my wife a shout out when we went to the Caribbean. I forget where it was. I think it was Caribbean. And there was a long way for the bus. It was one of those mornings where something happened and Hollywood Studios bus just was not coming. And now the, the bus, you know, that feeling when more people are showing up and the, the look and the terror and some poor cast member came over to say like, you know, this is, you know, we apologize. We're sending more buses. And this father just lit into this guy about how his son's going to miss the Jedi, which I totally understand. He wanted no. to, he went, I understand he wanted to miss the Jedi, but he's laying into this poor gentleman. And the guy's like, I'm so sorry. You know, it's, and he's just being Disney apologetic and he doesn't deserve to be berated in the manner that in which he was. And as we're boarding the bus, my wife walks by that gentleman in earshot of the other guy and just said, thank you for your help and keeping such a positive outlook and just like shouting it so that everyone, including that yeah, gentleman, you, can hear you it. You'd be nice to the cast members. You do. You'd be nice. And, um, you know, in recent history, they've updated the bus service so that um, you can 
see on your My Disney Experience app when the next bus is coming. They have it posted down at the bottom. This is not science um, because we've been down there with no bus posted and three have come by. And there's also been times where that wait time just keeps getting pushed back and back and back and you're getting a little stressed. So I would say yes to the buses because they're air conditioned. You, I've definitely been on a few buses where we are solo or, mm-hmm. or riding luxuriously between parks. Um, definitely is a perk to staying on property if you're wondering why we pay Disney prices to stay in the Disney resorts. Um, knowing that you are not going to operate a motor vehicle. I'll never bring a car to Disney World. I don't care what anyone says about the convenience of parking. Not doing it. If I'm staying on Disney property, the buses will get you there. And, um, you know, it's a rather pleasant experience from time to time. But I would give yourself like an hour. Yes. If you think you need to get somewhere and you're going to go down to a bus and you have a dining reservation at Disney Springs in 30 minutes and you're loading up at, um, you know, the Caribbean, which has many, many, many bus stops, you're out of your mind. You got to give yourself more time than that. I would even say 90 minutes. That's a great tip. Now, speaking of too much time, we went five minutes on the buses. So okay. we got, wait, we bought, yeah, yeah, we got, we got, once you start, I have less once, to say about the monorail. I'll be honest. True, true. I'm not, I'm starting, I have less I'm, to say. I'm starting with the Skyliner because the Skyliner okay. is my new baby. And we have only stayed on it a few times. <laughs> we stayed at the Riviera and we stayed at the Caribbean within the last year. And I have to say, in terms of like what she was just talking about, planning time to get somewhere. We'll talk about the monorail in a second. You know, it's very convenient for a lot of things, but there's still a weight involved. When you're, at a Skyliner resort or going to your park or coming home, when you decide I want to be home or I want to be at the park, pretty much no questions asked. You're 15 minutes away. And yeah. that is so... I've seen good. some doozy lines before. Like yeah. if you're going to do post, um, like right after the fireworks mm-hmm. or first thing in the morning. But the fact that the Skyliner's running continuously where it's just loading up it, it like you're constantly moving. So it's that idea of traffic, right? You don't want to just be standing there doing nothing mm-hmm. for 30 minutes. You might be there for 30 minutes, but you're going to be continuously moving forward. Um, I, also, my kids just love being in the Skyliner. So in terms of kid appeal, um, although my children will watch the buses go by and really like the character buses, the actual ride, they are psyched to get on the Skyliner. Um, definite what? push for staying at um we went back to the caribbean recently um i would not have gone back there given our experience it's fine um for a moderate resort there are other ones i like better like port orleans but um the caribbean being on the skyliner and also don't if you can make a choice do not stay at those all-stars if pop century is available because pop century has a skyliner it totally ups the ante on that resort it does now have you seen and you have have you seen you seen the final destination, the final drop into Pop Center? You go over like water. I can't imagine you would love that too much. It's like hugging the water for a long period of time. Full but. disclosure, I did tell my husband when the Skyliner was created that I had no interest in getting on it. It's not my thing. Yeah. And it um, now I really, we love the Riviera. Um, just to be aware, not every Skyliner takes you everywhere you want to go. So if you're going between Hollywood Studios and Epcot, there is a... 
uh, change, change so right? So you do listen. have to disembark and get on a new one. It's not, doesn't connect everything to everyone. However, it's pretty minimal in terms of the transitions. And um, if you, again, it makes me seem like I love the Caribbean beach resort. If you're staying at the Caribbean, you are at the hub. So you can get on either your Hollywood Studios or Epcot. So you're not actually changing, but going between the two parks will always have a change. So it's a little therapy session. Subconsciously, you do love Caribbean. You're learning a little bit about yourself today. I have, well, listen, we've always really enjoyed it. One yeah. day we'll talk about Sprawling. the last time we went, I thought my kids were going to be obsessed with the splash pad and my daughter was deathly afraid of it. And I was like, why did I pay for this hotel pool that my children are yeah. are afraid to go in? Two minutes left with monorail. We just stayed at the Bay Lake Tower our last trip. Mm-hmm. And we had a great experience with the monorail. It took us to... You know, a lot of great places you know when you're trying to go to epcot um, or you're going on a uh, monorail bar crawl which we did it's perfect um, you do not need to collapse your stroller on the monorail this, hey someone who's double stroller <laughs> oh like it's a it's a game changer yes. when kick when, yourself stay asleep if your kid is sleeping yep. you don't have to wake them up There's, when we go from magic kingdom to epcot more park hopping to start our afternoon drink capades because we can't get alcohol it's so nice that we know we're walking out and our kids can stay asleep and they can take a nap and you do not have to keep opening and closing. And yeah, that's a big, that's a big thing. But you know, at the end of the days, you've seen those lines. If, we don't really stay for fireworks um, for various reasons, our kids. And I'm actually kind of, even when our kids get older, I think I'm going to mix that only because it does terrify me when I see these videos of people getting out at 9 p.m. Sometimes it's pouring rain and the lines for those and it's just looks like the edge of the titanic and that's yeah. not, not that's something we try to avoid at all costs whether it's monorails rides try to keep it a stress-free and not cattle herding monorail is the best resort connecting transportation of all so um i would like to believe that i will go to a restaurant for example i've really really want to go to geyser point and everyone's saying it's so easy to get there because from magic kingdom you just get on the boat um if i'm not staying at that resort it's hard for me to motivate to make reservations at a different resort for dining to hang out whatever the monorail resorts are so accessible and accessible to one another so it is like do you want to run over to enchanted rose and get a drink yeah it's really easy not to mention also you can walk between those resorts. So Bay, walk to Bay Lake from Magic Kingdom, walk to Grand Floridian. Done. Right on the time. That's going to do it for this episode. The beauty of this 10-minute podcast is we talk for 10 minutes and then we just kind of created three different topics we're going to talk about Yeah, in the so future. where are you going to stay next time? Yeah. Are you going are you, to... Are you willing to go to, to, eat, to eat at Sanaa if you can only get there on a bus? And it has the... Spoiler alert for another one. It has the best splash pad sure by does. far. So that, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, thank you for listening. You can get in touch with us. Shoot us an email if you have a topic or a thought about what we just uh, talked about. It is disneyinunder10 at gmail.com. And then, of course, you can find us on TikTok. We are the Grand Fundmeisters. For Lynn, I'm Sam. We'll see you next time. Bye.